Hi, I'm Allison. And I'm Ashley. And this is The, the Hoot! Hoot Hoot! <laughs> this is the podcast where we talk about all things movies, TV shows, podcasts, and so on. We wanted to start this podcast so we could share our intense, weird, and controversial conversations about everything with the world. So sit back, get your popcorn, or hot chocolate, or whatever you want to grab. Or coffee, or something. Yeah, something. And listen to The, the Hoot! Hoot Hoot! So, uh, we're back. We're back! Yeah. She put the, um, uh, what song is it? The Backstreet Boys song. Backstreet's back. Street's back. back. Alright! Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what have you been up to these past couple months? When was the last time we recorded? Um, it was August, I think? Yeah, probably August. It was a while ago. Do you want to tell them why we took a break? Yeah. <laughs> um, I was depressed. Well, <laughs> no, it was, it was, I mean, I was at school mm-hmm. and it was really hard for me to feel like I could put 100% into this and mm-hmm. school and everything, everything else. else going on. Um, and also, I just wasn't enjoying it as much mm-hmm. anymore. Um, I was on a medication that made me kind of uh hate everything that I was doing and so I didn't feel like I could uh sound the best Mm -hmm. and pretend that I was okay when Mm -hmm. I wasn't Mm -hmm. um so that was the reason I wanted to stop in the first place but it was good that we did because I was super busy this whole semester it gave us a a lot of time to yes not do anything (laughs) I mean yeah it's just it was just gonna be an extra thing if we did it and it was just I had my senior recital and like that was super stressful and like it wasn't like time consuming it was just the stress that would take up my time because Mm -hmm. I had a lot to do but my brain just kind of was like no don't think about it but think about it but don't think about Mm -hmm. it so there was all that and then now I'm graduated so and I moved home graduated graduated and moving home so we can do this again. Yay. And hopefully uh, more people will listen and I won't have to get a second job, but you know, whatever. <laughs> you guys you guys can take care of that, whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so what have you been up to this whole so, time? So this whole time I've been teaching. Um, I've been remotely teaching and um, hybrid teaching. So I've been online and also um, in person at the same time. So it's been a lot, um, it's a lot of up in the air stuff and just a lot of drama with just everything going on with COVID and like people just having different opinions and I'm in a district where they are very divided on their beliefs on what is good for the community and what is not, Mm -hmm. um, And so, it's just been a lot of stress with that. Um, Teaching overall, though, has gone a lot better than I thought it would be. I thought that it would be a lot like last year where I was pretty much just, I don't know. You were going like, it was like you felt like you were waking up, going to work, coming home, going to sleep. Like, that was all you were doing. Yeah, and it, it, it literally hurt (laughs) yeah like I it was just not good um so it's definitely been a lot better um still stressful but um I think I've done a lot better 
Um, I had to go through my first evaluation, um, and I actually, I got two excellence, which is hard to get an excellent, uh-huh. um, and all the rest are proficient, so that means I'm a good teacher, so good job, <laughs> I did a good job, and the only way that you can really get excellence is if students are, like, leading the class, so it's, like, oh. it's really difficult, especially, like, in junior high to do that, because yeah. they are a breed that will not, like, look for opportunities to do other things for other students. They yeah. are more like, okay, what is going on with me? What do I need to figure out? What am I paying attention to? And that's it. Yeah. So it's really difficult to teach. I mean, we teach them to be like that, but it's hard for a uh, principal to come in and see exactly that. Yeah. So, like, there were a lot of things he was, like, telling me that I should be doing to get to that excellent which I am doing, he just was not there to see those Mm -hmm. things. So it's like, everything that he was mentioning to me, there were a couple things where I was like, okay, yeah, I'll I'll try that. But there were a lot of things that I'm like, yeah, I'm already doing that. Yeah. (laughs) So that felt pretty good. Um, So yeah, teaching has really been a big bulk of my time. Um, But I have been getting back into reading, and I'll talk about that a little bit more, but I've been reading Outlander. Um, I also read a book with my students um because there's a class for book club and so i was reading uh the book um tuesdays with maury which some listeners may have read it's pretty good um and then i've been on and off reading harry potter um so but i i think i've mostly been getting back into outlander and i'm just happy that i have something that i can read and be excited about yeah again um but other than that just really preparing for christmas so i feel like i've just been reading teaching and, I mean, I've been hanging out with, like, my friend Amanda, and I've been hanging out with my mom and Claire, <laughs> but other than that, that's what I do, <laughs> hang out with Heidi. <laughs> so, a little bit more than what I had earlier. I think one thing that is good for my brain is that I'm in my own house, so, like, I have to, like, take care of myself or things yeah. are out of order, and I don't like that, so I think my brain likes that I have to kind of make myself do things yeah I think for me like right now Mm -hmm. I just don't want to do anything Mm -hmm. because I've been doing everything Mm -hmm. for a long time Mm -hmm. and not a long time but Mm -hmm. you know it just it's just there's so many things that I had to be doing and like Mm -hmm. One thing that was really hard on me was, like, I had two jobs while I was at school, and one of the jobs was in the music office where our boss had moved, so they uh, hired a new lady from inside the school. So she had a different job inside the school, and she was being hired to go into the music department, Mm. which she had never been a part of, and then she realized how much work it is, and then she quit. Mm. So then, instead of hiring somebody, which they should have done, they... Uh, use the graduate assistant for band who was already teaching band who was already taking 21 Mm. credits in classes and put her in that position so then since I was like the first one to start working over the summer like they decided like I got the the key to the office and Mm. stuff like that and so part of it was like when the graduate assistant was gone People were asking me questions, and I was like, honestly, I don't know what's going on. Like, I don't, I'm not, you know, the best at this stuff. And it was really frustrating to, like, 
be at work at my waitressing job mm. and be getting messages from people at the other job being like, what do I do? <clears throat> and then going home and having to clean up everything mm. and then trying to find time to hang out with my friends and I would be always, I'd be the one hosting like mm. people coming over. So it was just a lot mm. and uh, now I'm tired. Mm-hmm. Now I want to sleep. But I know I need to not because that's what adulting is like. Not sleeping and doing things. Doing things. <laughs> so since I've been home, I've been I joined a gym mm-hmm. and um I've been trying to figure out how to rearrange my room like a million times. And that's about it. So I need friends. You have friends. Besides my sister and my cousin. Besides my built-in friends Mm. in my family. You have friends. (laughs) Yeah. They're not here. Mm. (laughs) Anyway. It's kind of hard to make friends in a pandemic. I know. You could try the Bumble part of the app where it's like, make friends. Yeah. (laughs) Who actually uses that is is a real good question. I think, well, I suggested to Casey that she use it because she Mm -hmm. moved to Nashville and she was like, I feel like I don't have any friends. And Mm -hmm. I was like, use this thing. But I feel like I'd be worried about using it because I feel like like only creepy people would be Mm -hmm. using it. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. (laughs) Maybe not. Yeah, maybe it's just everybody else who thinks that, like, oh, it's just creepy people who are yeah. using it. I'll just try it. Yeah. You know? <laughs> ah, there's good news tonight. So, what have you, you already kind of talked about what you've been reading, but what have you yes. been watching and listening to? So, watching and listening to, because we've been guns for so long, there are so many things that we've yes. been watching <laughs> and listening to. So, I'm just going over the highlights, the ones that I could remember, and the ones that were the most important. Um, so first thing that I have is season four of The Crown finally came out in November, so I watched that. I finally finished it, uh, was it yesterday? Yesterday, maybe? Um, and it was beautiful, and I'm excited for season five. I just, I don't know when it's coming, and it's sad because it's like, why does they only, why do they only make it ten episodes and then they're done? They just need, oh, it needs to be more. Anyway, so season four of The Crown. Awesome. Beautiful. If you haven't watched The Crown yet, Allison, you need to. Um, Next thing is, was it season four of Big Mouth? Yeah, season four. Season four four of Big Mouth came out as well in November? It was December. Oh, really? Yeah, it was like December 4th, I think. Oh, okay. Um, No, it wasn't. Yeah, it was. Not December 4th. Mm -hmm. Because I was still in school at that point. And that was like the week before we were going remote. I'm going to check for okay. you. If it was, wow. Um, anyway. I'm pretty sure that's Season 4 of Big out. Mouth came out. Watched that. It was very good as well. I think it was the best season so far. Um, so that was good. Um, Outlander. Because I've been reading Outlander, I decided to continue watching Outlander. Because I tried it a very, very long time ago, and I didn't like it. Because the first scene is like this really gory mess, and I was just like, ugh, I don't want to watch this. Um, <laughs> so I turned it off, and I stopped watching it. But my cousin Claire, she reads it all the time, and so I was like, okay, I'm going to try reading it because I need a new book. And so I read it, and it was amazing, and so now I've watched season one. I am five episodes into season two. Um, I'm only trying to read, um, I'm trying to read the books before I watch the seasons because Mm -hmm. 
last time I got a little bit ahead on season one before I had finished the book, Uh. and they had something different that kind of leads to the second season a little bit, Uh. and so I was like, oh, no. So, like, I really don't like spoilers, so I was just like, no, I'm gonna read the book, and then I'll watch the show. Yeah. Um, But, oh my gosh. So, in the book, I'm just going into this one little tangent. In the book, they go to Paris in Uh the second one. Um, and in the book, they are there for a very, very long time, and mm-hmm. it's, like, all of these different things, and I understand that books are different than movies, but, like, the show, they seem to be moving right on through the Paris uh-huh. scenes, and I'm like, they're gonna be out of Paris in, like, season, or episode six or something like that, and then I'm like, how do they do this? They're missing so many things. Yeah. Um... But I do understand, and it is moving a lot quicker, because, like, in the book, I know that Claire said that she had a lot of time, like, kind of, it kind of dragged for her, Mm. and I can kind of feel that, too. Um, I just had a lot of time, and I wanted to read and get ahead. Um, So, yeah, but it's good, and I'm excited to continue watching it, but I'm trying to wait till after Christmas, because it's kind of, like, it's going to get into a depressing part of the show, and I don't want to watch it yet, because I already watched the one scene, and I'm like, no! So... I'm trying to wait until after Christmas to be depressed. <laughs> that's just... That's just... But I know that other things are going to happen, and it's like, okay, things are going to get better. I just don't want it to get worse yeah. right now. Um, another show that I watched on Netflix that was really good is Dairy Girls. It's all mm. about um, the... Um, Dairy? No, it's oh. about... Um, Cows? No, it's oh. about the city of Dairy in <laughs> Ireland. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, when, yeah. Um, in the 1990s. Um, when, uh, all the stuff with Ireland was happening. Um, what stuff it was with pretty Ireland good. happened? So, like, the Potato Brexit. Famine? No, the Brexit. Oh. So, like, when they wanted to leave Britain. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. and Belfast was, like, it, I mean, it's still, it's Northern Ireland versus Southern Ireland, but, um, anyway, all that stuff. But it's about these, like, five teenage girls and one boy because he's from Britain, and it's... You have to watch it. It's pretty funny. But, okay. like, they get into all these messes, and it's funny. Um, yeah. Like, dairy messes? No. Like, with milk? No. <laughs> yogurt? Um, the other show that I watched, <laughs> The Queen's Gambit, very, very good. Um, I was very upset, though, because I found out at the end that it's not a true story. Because, oh. like... It, who's it about? Or who is it supposed a, to be about? It's not about anyone. It's oh. it's just, like, a made-up story about gotcha. chess players. Um, and I was just like, oh, I thought this was about a real person, or, like, even slightly based on a real person, yeah. but it wasn't. And I was like, oh, okay, that's fine. Um, I mean, it was still good. I was just like, oh. Oh. <laughs> like, because I've just been watching The Crown and, like, all of these other, like, true historical stories. documentaries. Yeah. And, like, Outlander isn't true, but, like, it has true things that happen in it, like the wars and all that stuff. Um, but, yeah, so... That made me kind of upset, but I liked it still. Um, I watched the two series, The Movies That Made Us. Those were very good. Um, and The Mandalorian. I watched season two of Mandalorian, and I finished it today. It was very good. I'll talk you about need to watch it. it. Yep, I <laughs> that's, all I'm, that's all I'm saying. I've had so many spoilers of The Mandalorian so far, like, just by being on the internet. Yeah. And, like, I honestly have been waiting to, mm-hmm. like, binge watch it on my own. I just, I'm still not ready. I don't know why. Oh, it's good. I read all of Harry Potter. Yay! Um, That was, like, a really good time. Uh, I was... It just feels good to, like, sit down and read. Um, Mm -hmm. You feel like 
yourself again. Mm -hmm. If you if you were a reader when you were growing up, mm -hmm. you definitely feel like yourself again when you start reading something that you enjoy rather than I have to read this for homework and mm -hmm. then write a paragraph on it. Mm -hmm. um, so I read all of Harry Potter um, and that took up a lot of my time this semester, like rather than watching like new shows and stuff. Mm -hmm. So like I continued watching like Family Guy and uh, Bob's Burgers and um, what else did I, I mean, Big Mouth every mm -hmm. once in a while I go back into it. Um, and yes, I watched Big Mouth, uh, season four on mm -hmm. December 4th when it came out. Yeah. <laughs> and it really <laughs> felt like it was in November, yeah. like the end of November. <laughs> but I watched it, um, half the series on one day and then the next day I watched the rest. So, uh, yeah, I went through pretty fast, um, <laughs> which was, which was fun, mm -hmm. but it makes me want to watch it again. Mm -hmm. And then I watch it again and then I'm like, oh, it was over fast. Yep. I started watching Shameless again, um, like, at the very end of the semester. Um, so, like, after I finished Big Mouth, I guess, I started watching it. And it, because I hadn't watched any of season 9, which had been out on Netflix for a while. Mm -hmm. And season 10 just came out on Netflix. Mm -hmm. So, I was watching season 9. And it honestly made me kind of depressed and... <laughs> wasn't good because mm -hmm. it's a, kind of a triggering show mm -hmm. if you have things in your life that you can be triggered by um and I was telling my friend this I'm like it's kind of triggering me but I want to continue watching it because I want to finish it <laughs> but like if you have seen it um you'll know like I mean everybody knows that uh Fiona the the actress who plays Fiona left after the ninth season she decided to um stop her contract and I just felt like that whole end of the season was just them preparing us for her to leave by making us hate her mm -hmm. and it made me really upset because she's been my favorite character the whole time mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden she's like doing all these awful things and I'm like dude can you stop <laughs> And she wouldn't until the very, very end when she was like, oh, yeah, I should probably stop doing these bad things. And now I'm going to move. Bye. <laughs> so, I mean, that was kind of a spoiler, but not really because mm -hmm. she, like, the news had talked yeah. about it so much. Um, so I'm on season 10 now, but I haven't watched it for a while because Christmas, so we have to watch Christmas movies yes. all the time. Yes. Um, one movie I wanted to talk about was the movie that I came over this mm -hmm. morning and Ashley was watching. Mm -hmm. It is on Hulu. It is called Happiest Season. Is it a Hulu, like... I think it is a Hulu original. Okay. Yeah. So it has Kristen Stewart in it um, and Alison Aubrey... Brie. Oh, Alison Brie. Mm -hmm. Aubrey um, Plaza. Yeah. And a lot of other people that... Are famous. Mm -hmm. um, the girl from Community. What's mm -hmm. her name? Alison Brie. Oh, okay. Sorry. I thought. I don't know why I didn't think it was her. Mm -mm. Um, anyway. So, what did you think of it? I thought it was good. I liked it. Um, That's it. What else do you want from me? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I really liked it. I did. Like, I just. It's definitely going to be one that I want to watch during Christmas time. Yeah. Again, um, I, I don't like Kristen Stewart, and oh. I was very surprised that I, like, could enjoy this movie. Here's the thing. Like, I 
Because of Twilight, we have this thing where we hate her. I don't hate her because of Twilight. I hate her because of her acting style. She's, She's just, just always very depressed. Moody. Like, this, the whole thing with the mad TV show that De- Ryan used to watch. Oh, yeah. Time, and, like, <laughs> they made fun of her. I'm like, this is totally spot on. Yeah. <laughs> I felt like was in this... A- in this movie, it was, like, very good. Yeah, like, she she. I think the thing the is that she could play well in this. I think the thing is, she's very good at playing a character with depression and anxiety. Mm-hmm. And you did, I didn't really think about that until seeing this movie. Like, for Twilight, it was mm-hmm. like, can you stop being yeah. so weird? Yeah. But also, that was, like, her first mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. So, it makes sense. I think it's, like... I'm sorry, I'm going back to the Mad TV show, but isn't it like she's like, uh, she's a spokesperson for a serial or something, and it's like, you can be like Kristen Stewart too, and it's like, everybody's (laughs) becoming different. Yeah. It's just like, she never smiles. And like, in this, she smiles, but she still looks really unhappy. Yeah. And I'm just like, I can't, like, I mean, it's fine, be you, but like, yeah, um... I don't know, I guess it's just her face. I'm sorry, Kristen Stewart. I think it is I just her face. To this, but... She, um, she hosted SNL a mm. little bit ago, I think it was last season, mm. and, um, when I watched that, I was like, okay, I think I like her. Mm-hmm. I think I might like her. Mm-hmm. And then after watching this movie, I was like, okay, I definitely like yeah, her. Yeah, I really liked her in this movie. So... I just, I've never been a big fan of her, and... Yeah. Every time she's in something, I'm just like, Ugh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, Ashley, who is our actor of the week? It's Santa Claus. Santa Claus. Claus. Chris Kringle. Saint Nicholas. Uh, Santa. Yeah. Mr. Claus. And we're talking about the real guy, too. Mrs. Claus's husband. Yes. <laughs> Yes, the, the real big man, <laughs> the real Santa Claus. That is our actor of the week. We are not yes. talking about the movie or movie adaptations. We are talking about the real Santa Claus, him as an actor. Yeah, because he's in all the movies. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. Mm-hmm. So, Ashley, what do you have on our Santa Claus? So, um, this is reading from the History Channel, the Legend of Saint Nicholas, the real Santa Claus, and doesn't um, our cousin Eric and Lana, they wrote a play on yes, they did. The Legend of St. Nicholas. So if you mm-hmm. want to watch that, it's actually on YouTube. You can find it. It's actually, I think it's, uh, what's it called? So it's called One Life, A Christmas Story Ballet. Um, and it's under Eric Elder, who is our cousin. Um, so yeah. Yeah, it's cool. I watched a little bit of it, um, but I was also about to go to sleep, so I stopped oh, watching it. Gotcha. <laughs> um, but anyway, here is the legend of Saint Nicholas, the real Santa Claus. The legend of Saint Cla- <laughs> Saint Claus, Santa Claus, can be traced back hundreds of years to a monk named Saint Nicholas. It is believed that Nicholas was born sometime around 280 A.D. in Patara, near Myra, in modern-day Turkey. Much admired for his piety and kindness. Um, St. Nicholas became the subject of many legends. It is said that he gave away all of his inherited wealth and traveled the countryside helping the poor and sick. One of the best-known St. Nicholas stories is the time he saved three poor sisters from being sold into slavery or prostitution by their father by providing them with a dowry so that they could get married. 
Over the course of many years, uh, Nicholas's uh, popularity spread, and he became known as the protector of children and sailors. His feast day is celebrated on the anniversary of his death, December 6th. This was traditionally considered a lucky day to make large purchases or to get married. By the Renaissance, St. Nicholas was the most popular saint in Europe, even after the Protestant Reformation, when the veneration of saints began to be discouraged. St. Nicholas maintained a positive reputation, especially in Holland. And then it keeps on going. Um, it gives the um, the information on uh, the Dutch version. So Sinterklaas is what came to New York. So the Dutch people came over and they brought Sinterklaas with them. And that's how it was introduced to New York in the 1770s. Um, and then it evolved all the way, I mean, to what we have now. Um, so it was a legend of a true person. Um, and and he's still alive. And he's still alive. No, he's not. He died. We talked about this on December 6th. Um, I don't know what year. Conspiracy. But, um, yeah, so he was a real person. Um, and, yeah. I mean, he is a real person for those children listening. Anyway. Well, um, Santa Claus first, uh, was introduced as the jolly man that we know today. Um... When he uh, starred in the commercial by Coca-Cola, um, that was in 1931, mm-hmm. there were a couple of, uh, like, drawings and, uh, what are those called, the, I guess, cartoons, um, like, in newspapers of Santa Claus a little bit um, before then, but mostly uh, Santa Claus... His first debut was in that commercial for Coca-Cola. Um, another interesting fact about Santa Claus was that he was a bachelor until the late 1800s. Mm. Um, so him and Mrs. Claus found their way to each other through several literary, literary, literary publications like the Yale Literary Magazine and Harper's Magazine. Um, and then also there was a poem called Goody Santa Claus on a Sleigh Ride. And that is when uh, Santa's Santa and his wife um, came together. Hmm. Um, Goody is short for good wife or hmm. missus. Okay. So that's when they met each other. Hmm. Um, and then we... We see Santa Claus in so many different films nowadays. Um, One of the newest ones that our little sister is raging over is the Christmas Chronicles, Mm -hmm. where uh, Kurt Russell plays Santa Claus. Mm -hmm. Um, One of my favorites is The Santa Claus with Mm -hmm. uh, Tim Allen. Um, And then there's so many more, Mm -hmm. but... um, I just watched, um, the new, it's on Netflix, it's, uh, called Claws, Mm. and it's, um, a cartoon about him, um, I thought it was really good. Yeah. Um, it was, like, another origin story for him. I think my favorites of Santa Claus are, like, I know the claymation things freak people out, but, (laughs) I don't know, but I love A Year Without a Santa Claus Mm -hmm. when Mrs. Claus has to step up Mm -hmm. and be... Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. Um, I love Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, mm-hmm. and um, I really like the um, the one with Arthur Doyle. Is that his name? 
Okay, so the one that I was talking about is with Dudley Moore. I think I said Arthur Doyle. (laughs) That's not right. That's like that's the guy who wrote. um, uh, Oh my gosh, Sherlock. Oh okay. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's totally wrong. So it's the one with Dudley Moore who plays his elf. um, But it's called Santa Claus the Movie, and I really liked that one. Yeah. Um, I thought it was a good one. Um, Now the other one that we were talking about, I'm gonna find that one too. Um, Do you have any other? Fun facts about Santa Claus? No, those are all my fun facts. He's a great actor. Um, If you guys ever want to see him on the red carpet, uh, you can't. Um, And also, he has a couple of TikToks. We don't know which one is the real Santa Claus, but the one that I've been following (laughs) is the Jolly Good Man, or Jolly Old Man. He's pretty fantastic on there. So, Um, yeah, keeping up with the clauses. Santa Claus is coming to town. Santa Claus is coming to town. Yes. Is the name of the claymation that... Where he teaches the... Despicable yep. creature at heart, you know. It's so difficult to... Really change. Difficult? <laughs> why, why, look here. Changing from bad to goods is easy as taking your first step. Another one that I just thought of is Nestor, oh, the yes, Christmas like donkey. Um, That's a good one. If you guys uh, are haven't seen any of these claymation movies, uh, go to your local video store or <laughs> go to YouTube. They're probably on there, mm-hmm. and just just watch them. I mean, I know some people are creeped out by them, but they're so good. You guys don't understand how much work goes into stop motion animation. Yeah, I'm teaching my kids about that right now, and it's a lot. Yeah, <laughs> so. Those are pretty cool movies, yeah. and Santa Claus does a w- really good job in them. He probably yes. directed some of them, too. Probably. You never know. Do you have a synopsis for us, Allison? I have a synopsis. beautiful movie <clears throat> for um, Elf. Elf. Buddy was a baby in an orphanage who stowed away in Santa's sack and ended up at the North Pole. Later, as an adult human who happened to be raised by elves... Santa allows him to go to New York City to find his birth father, Walter Hobbs. Hobbs, on Santa's naughty list for being a heartless jerk, had no idea that Buddy was even born. (laughs) Buddy, meanwhile, experiences the delights of New York City and human culture as only an elf can. When Walter's relationship with Buddy interferes with his job, he is forced to reevaluate his priorities. And that synopsis was written by Ken Miller, hmm. who has written a couple of the synopsis that I've written on, read on here. So, okay, yep, yay, Elf, Elf, such One a of good the movie. Best Christmas movies ever that mm, almost didn't happen. <laughs> Yeah. If you watch uh, the show, The Movies That Made Us, it is one of the ones that is featured, and it is very good, and I learned a lot from it. So I'll probably know a lot of the fun facts you're about to read. (laughs) I was so excited to share some of them. So, (laughs) cast and crew. Yeah. I'm also going to read the director, because he is also an actor in... He's a big part of this movie, too. John Favreau. Um, He is the guy who 
has produced a lot of the Avengers movies. He directed the uh, Mandalorian <laughs> um, and has done a lot of other things. What's his name in uh, Avengers movies? Happy. Happy. Mm-hmm. So he's like uh, Tony Stark's assistant. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he directed, I think, like, Iron Man 2, and then also has produced a lot of the Avengers stuff. Um, But, yeah, so he's really, really big name. Um, He also is a character, he's uh, Buddy's, or I guess Walter's doctor in this movie, Um, so he does guest star in it. Uh Um, But our first main character is Will Ferrell. He plays Buddy. Woo! Walter is played by James Kahn. Papa Elf is played by Bob Newhart, a big big name there. Santa is played by Edward Asner. Asner? There we go. Emily is played by Mary Steenbergen, which she was just in the movie Happiest Season. Yes. The mom. <laughs> She's always the mom yeah. in the Christmas movies. Yeah. Um, Jovi is played by Zoe Deschanel. Woo! Woo! Michael is played by Daniel Tay. He doesn't have a picture, so I bet this is probably one of his only things that he's done. Huh. Um, Gibble, Gimble's manager is um, Faison Love. Miles Finch is played by Peter Dinklage. Deb is played by Amy Sedaris. Amy Sedaris. I don't know what I said there. Um, Fulton, um, which is um, Walter's boss, is played by Michael Lerner. Morris is played by Andy Richter. Um, Eugene is played by Kyle Gass, um, which is the guy in Tenacious D uh-huh. with um, Jack Black. Gimbal Santa is Artie Lang. Leon the Snowman is played by Leon Redbone. Um, and the rest are voices or not big names uh-huh. um, that I'm not going to mention. But they were all a very big part of this movie, and it's awesome. Um, um, could yeah. you mention one of the elves yes. that is very important? Oh, Do you yes. know what I'm talking about? Yes, I'm looking for him. The elf Ming Ming is played by Peter Billingsley, and he is the guy in A Christmas Story. Okay, that's what I was going to mention. Favorite main characters? Um, I have one. I wrote down three. (laughs) (laughs) Because I can't decide ever. I decided the moment that I, we were talking about this Mm -hmm. movie, um, I just love Jovi. She's... I mean, I love Zoe Deschanel, but, like, yes. this is, like, such an, a different... I mean, it's not a different character. For well, her. yeah, most of her early roles were the dark Moody, and brooding yeah. character, and now she is more of the bubbly person now that she's she actually Jess is because from of new Jess. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, she's probably my favorite character. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think she, like, she wants to, like... She wants to love Christmas, and Buddy helps her do that, and so it's that's why she's so easily influenced by him, and I just love their kind of little love story mm-hmm. there, too, so. Well, I have her on there as my list, but my other ones, I put Buddy and Papa Elf, because true, I love Buddy. He's the, he made this movie. That's true. It's it's about him. Yeah. Like, it's, I mean, you always say don't pick the main characters as your favorite character, but it. It's hard. Um, and then Papa Elf, I always think that his parts are funny. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, it's Bob Newhart, so that's great. Um, I would pretty yeah. much agree with that list. Mm-hmm. I just think I, you know, picked the first person that came to mind, but I would mm-hmm. definitely agree with all of yours. Yeah. So, 
cool. not really much of an argument here. Yeah, I know. It's <laughs> I mean, not... it's really not usually an argument. Usually we're pretty... Yeah. Um, agreeing on stuff. But, yeah. So, I have... Uh, I think it's time... <gasps> For fun facts. (laughs) So, my first fun fact, I hope, I really hope you haven't heard all of these already. This first one, like, really hit me, and I was like, oh, that's crazy. So, do you know who Chris Cashin is? I don't know. Can you look him up real quick so you have Mm -hmm. a picture of him? He was on SNL with Will Ferrell. Mm. How do you spell it? Chris K-A-T-T-A-N. Yes, I know him. Okay, so before both of them were on SNL, they Will Ferrell worked as a Santa for, for five weeks at an outdoor mall in Pasadena, and Chris Catton was his elf. <laughs> so fun. I'm sure there's SNL skits of them doing that. I know mm-hmm. that there's SNL skits of Chris Catton being the elf, mm-hmm. but I'm not sure if they're... Like together. Santa and Elf together, yeah. ever. But I just thought that was kind I feel of funny. Like I've never seen Will Ferrell play a Santa. Yeah, that's why I was like, I'm, I'm not sure if yeah. there is one, but mm. I hope there is because mm-hmm. that's a pretty fun thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, so do you remember uh, Buddy's twelve second belch? Yes. Well, this was. Do you know about this one? No. Okay, this was supplied not by Will Ferrell. This was mm. supplied by Maurice Lamarche. Best known for his cartoon character, The Brain, from Emmy-winning uh, winning 1990s series Pinky and the Brain, which Animaniacs. is also from The Animaniacs. Oh, that's great. Which, we didn't mention it earlier, but... That's another show. <laughs> that's another show that um, you've mostly been watching. Yeah. I watch it when I come over. Yeah. But it's such a good show. I love it. Hulu decided to bring it back, yes. and I love it. <laughs> um, okay, so my next fun fact is that... Uh, the reason that that cotton that Buddy is eating mm-hmm. in the doctor's office looks so appetizing it's is because it's cotton yes. candy. <laughs> um, you already mentioned this, but uh, there's two cameos. One of them is John Favreau mm-hmm. as the doctor, um, and the other one is Ralphie from Christmas Story is one of the elves mm-hmm. and. You definitely notice it when you see his eyes because yeah. he has those baby blue eyes. Daddy's gonna kill Ralphie. No. Oh. Daddy's not gonna kill Ralphie. Yes, he is. Do you want some milk? <laughs> <laughs> we haven't watched that yet. I know. We'll probably watch it tomorrow, maybe. I feel like that's a Christmas Day movie, yeah. but maybe it's a Christmas Eve movie. We'll it, see. It can be both. <laughs> both times. Yes, yes. Um, okay, so... Uh, the scenes where Buddy is walking around New York, it fills up a lot of time mm-hmm. throughout the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty much, like, the beginning of the movie, and every once in a while you'll see him again just walking around New York. Mm-hmm. These were actually filmed in New York, um, and it was mostly just Will Ferrell walking around in character. Uh, it did cause a lot of distractions, even though it was just Will Ferrell the cameraman, and John Favreau. Um, but he did his best to try to stay in character no matter what was happening around him. But one of the things that did happen was uh, as Buddy was walking through the Lincoln Tunnel, he caused a fender bender. So, um, I'm not sure what happened with that yeah. after 
reading that fun fact, but mm-hmm. I'm sure they had the money to take yeah. care of it. <laughs> I know. Do you have more stuff about him walking through New York? No, there was more, but okay. I... I have a fun fact. Okay, go ahead. Did you know that the Santa that he stops, he's like, Santa, Santa! That wasn't, like, yeah. that wasn't an actor. That was really yep. a, a person just walking. I mean, that's pretty much all of it. Like, even mm-hmm. with, like, the taxi stopping yeah. in front of him. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty much all of his time spent walking around New York is, like... Like, none of the people are actually actors. Yeah. It's they, real people. And they only had, like, a couple of days to film all of that stuff. So yeah. So, a lot of that um, was all filmed at one time, and then they yeah. left and had to go back to yeah. L.A. Yeah. One of the things that it said wasn't a... Like, there wasn't... They added an actor later, um, but it's when he's he's taking the flyers <laughs> from the <laughs> Thank people. Thank you. And he's taking them... Um, they added an actor later to, like, push him away and be like, hey, stop taking these, you know? (laughs) So, yeah, that, I thought that was pretty funny, and it's a cool thing, Mm because, like, that's method acting, Mm -hmm. so. Okay. No, you're good. I was, I, when I said method acting, I remembered a fun fact, and Mm. I wasn't sure if I added it or not, but I did. Okay, so, um, next is that, uh, you know when Buddy is, a toy tester mm-hmm. and he has to test the jack-in-the-boxes mm-hmm. well his anxiety that he's having during this scene mm-hmm. is real <laughs> because John Favreau uh, didn't have it as a real jack-in-the-box he had a timer or he had a remote in his hand <laughs> where he could press it whenever he wanted oh so gosh. that Will Ferrell would be surprised that's funny yes I thought that was great um so Walter Hobbs Uh, who was an Academy Award-nominated star of The Godfather. Um, He was hired because Favreau wanted a stern person to play against Will Ferrell's giddy buddy. He wanted somebody that could take, like, be serious throughout the comedy, not have Mm -hmm. to stop too many times because of laughter or breaking character. Um, And uh, he knew that, Kane knew that, it was crucial for Walter Hobbs to be annoyed and never amused by uh, Will Ferrell. Mm-hmm. He didn't laugh at all during this, which everybody wasn't really surprised. But when it came to the blood scene, test scene where Buddy starts screaming when he's pricked by a needle, Kane actually cracks. And you can see him turn mm. to keep his face um, so that they didn't ruin the take. Um, but I like that they left that in the mo- mm-hmm. I, I, that take in the movie so that uh, we can like catch that mm-hmm. next time we watch. Okay, so the babies that are were cast babies. to play Buddy the Elf as a baby. Babies. Um, he Favreau initially cast twin boys who had very cute blonde curly hair mm-hmm. and made them great little doubles for Will Ferrell. But uh, they actually were not very good performers, these oh. little babies. Um, they kept crying. Oh. They wouldn't crawl. They wouldn't smile. Oh. Um, so they had to replace them. And to replace them, they uh, used brunette triplet girls hmm. who were very perky and playful. And so the baby, baby, babies that mm-hmm. you are seeing 
play buddy are these triplet brunette girls. Oh. Hmm. Yes. Which, I mean, I've heard of twins playing a baby mm-hmm. in movies and shows, but, like, I haven't ever heard of triplets, so that's mm-hmm. pretty cool. Yeah. Do you okay. know why they have to do that? Why? Because, um, kids, they're, because they aren't adults, um, they can only be on screen for so much of the time, mm-hmm. so they have to switch them out so that, like, they only get this amount of time because otherwise it's, like, child labor laws. Yeah. Yeah. So, I have two more fun facts. Yay! One of them is about uh, Will Ferrell's method acting. Um, Buddy is happy to gobble down an endless <laughs> supply of sweets, including maple syrup yeah. coated spaghetti and cotton balls made of cotton candy. <laughs> but this sugary diet actually uh, made Will Ferrell very sick. Um, this is a quote from him. That was tough. I ingested a lot of sugar in this movie, and I didn't get a lot of sleep. Mm. I constantly stayed up. But anything for the movie, I'm there. If it takes eating a lot of maple syrup, then I will, if that's what the job calls for. So he really gave in to all of that, and all I could think of is the migraines that he must have had from all of that sugar. It's just... Um, But, you know, Uh he did it for the movie. (laughs) So, uh, my last fun fact is maybe a sad one for some people, Mm. but I think it was a good choice on uh, Will Ferrell's part. Um, He reprised the role of Ron Burgundy for Anchorman 2. He reprised Magatu in Zoolander 2. Mm -hmm. But... He flat out rejected the possibility of bringing back Buddy, mm. even after being offered $29 million oh for the role. In December of 2013, he told USA Today, I think it would look slightly pathetic if I tried to squeeze back in the elf tights. Mm. Buddy, the middle-aged elf. Yeah. I kind of agree with this. I think this is a one-and-done movie. Mm-hmm. Um, if they would have added a second one, while people would have loved it, I just don't know if it would have worked as well. Mm-hmm. And like the Santa Claus 3, I kind of think mm-hmm. it would have ruined the other two. Yeah. Um, so, that those are my fun facts. Yay, fun facts. So, how many did you actually know? Um, I didn't know a lot of those, okay, actually, good. so that was good. Um. Yeah, but I mean, if you want to know more, watch the show. Yes, cause that's actually I really liked that show. It gave What's me it called a lot. again? It's uh, the movies that made us, and they have okay. a Christmas version. So they have three episodes of Christmas movies. So they have Home Alone, Die Hard, and Elf, and then they have a whole series on just movies that made us. So like Dirty Dancing and like mm-hmm. a bunch of movies like that. So did you know I've never good. seen Die Hard? Yes. I think so. Okay. And I was wondering that the other day when you said that you didn't want to watch Die Hard. I have a problem. You guys all know I have a problem with I've watching only new seen movies. It once. Do you like it? I liked it. I think you would like it. I probably would. I just can't. I'm so bad at watching I know, new movies. I know. It's hard. Anyway. Um, you should watch Die Hard. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we'll watch it tomorrow when we yes. go to our dad's. Yes. So, we are on, um... Favorite scenes. Yes. Scene. scene or scenes. I only chose three. I have two. Oh, okay. Actually, but I guess my second one kind of counts as more than one. Okay. Actually, no, my first one kind of 
mm-hmm. counts as more than one. Okay. Um, so my first one is anything in the mail room. Yes, the mail room. <laughs> the mail room. <laughs> That's like my favorite thing. Yeah. Um, I remember in the fun facts they said something about uh, the mail room being. They had to change a couple things about it. But I just love that, one, he gets drunk, mm-hmm. and he turns into this, like, dancer mm-hmm. and, like, all this stuff, and that all of his, all the people love him then, mm-hmm. and, um, and then he goes to jail. Yeah. Um, but I just love him in the mailroom. Yeah. I think it's a great place for Buddy the Elf, who has been around all these happy elves all the mm-hmm. time, and then he goes to a depressing place where people... Do you- Sorry. No, what? Do you want to know what the mailroom actually was? What? It was um, a mental institution. Really? Yeah. So oh, like my gosh. All of that, and I think, like, a def- uh, uh, some other rooms that they used for scenes, they okay. were a part of the mental institution. I bet the jail part oh, definitely. Would, probably mm-hmm. was, because that definitely seems like it yeah. would be. So what's one of yours besides the mailroom? Um, I said the beginning intro with Buddy growing up, so, like, just all oh, of, yeah. like, the elf stuff, kind of, like, the exposition, I guess, of the mm-hmm. whole movie, like, showing, like, him at school and yeah. him riding the bike and, like, all of that stuff, um, which that stuff is really cool, too, because they didn't use any type of um, CGI or anything like that. Mm. They used, um, like, different, like, camera angles and okay. stuff like that. So, like... When he he's riding on the bike and his dad is on yeah. the back, so it looks like he's tiny. Yeah, it was actually Bob Newhart was like a couple feet back, and okay. he was like holding on to somebody else's shoulders. That's cool. Yeah, so I like that. Again, watch it; it's really good. Yeah, <laughs> gives you all the little secrets. Um, and then do you want to do your other one? Or? Sure. Okay. Um, I think this is probably one of my favorite like. Just my favorite scenes of the mm-hmm. whole movie, but the whole sequence after this is like my favorite. Mm-hmm. But when he takes Jovi to the coffee place and mm-hmm. has her blindfolded, <laughs> and she's like, "It tastes like a crappy cup of coffee," and he's like, "It's the world's greatest cup of coffee." <laughs> I think that's like hilarious. Yeah. And date is a good, good scene. And so their whole date is yeah. probably my favorite sequence. Yeah. Oh. I said the part where he goes to work with his dad. Yes. That's one of my favorite parts. Because he's just like, this, like, even though we know that, like, Will Ferrell doesn't normally dress like an elf. Yeah. It just looks weird for him to be dressed like his father. So it's just like, this is so weird. And then just, like, all the things that he does. I love when he drinks the coffee and then Walter says, you know, you don't don't have have to to drink drink that. that. And he's like, thank you. (laughs) And talking to Francisco. And telling um, the secretary she should be on a Christmas card. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just made my day. Everything he does mm-hmm. and says is hilarious. Mm-hmm. I also love. I didn't write it down, but it just popped in my head. Is his sequence of creating the winter wonderland mm-hmm. in Gimbal's. Yeah, that's a good sequence. Um, one fun fact that I did not add that I just thought of mm-hmm. is that Gimbal's was actually CGI'd mm-hmm. um, to be Gimbal's because because it wasn't there. Anymore. Gimbal's is mm-hmm. no longer around. Mm-hmm. It was a Macy's, so mm-hmm. I was very surprised that like Macy's Corporation was like, "Yeah, that's fine. You mm-hmm. make us into Gimbal's." Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. So. Anyway, yeah, that's our favorite scenes, unless Yay. you have more. Nope, that was cool. it. So now we're on to favorite quotes. Mm-hmm. Um, I like to whisper, too. <laughs> that's a good one. Yes. 
Um, I have Buddy the Elf. What's your favorite color? Yep. (laughs) (laughs) That was literally my next one. Oh my gosh. Um, Have you seen these toilets? They're enormous! (laughs) That was literally my next one. Okay, and then I have, this place reminds me of Santa's workshop, except it smells like mushrooms and everyone looks (laughs) like they want to hurt me. I didn't have that one. (laughs) That's all of mine that I have, but. Uh, I said, do you want to get the food? You know, the code. (laughs) (laughs) And the best way to spread Christmas cheer is singing loud for all to hear. That's all I wrote down. <laughs> I also like when he wants to give the raccoon a hug. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, it's just, it's so good. And yes. Like, it's hard to believe that it came out so long ago. I know. Because, like, for us, it was a new Christmas movie. And I still feel like it's a new Christmas movie. Like, so many people haven't seen it, except that everybody's yeah. seen it, pretty much. I feel like it's new as in, like, the Christmas movies that... Our family watches mm-hmm. are, like, old, old movies. Mm-hmm. I mean, we we do watch newer movies, mm-hmm. but it was made after Santa Claus, mm-hmm. and... It was in the 2000s. Yeah. So, like, a lot of the, like, 1900s movies that we watched, which mm-hmm. is a huge range of mm-hmm. time, but, like, everything made after 2000 that are Christmassy, mm-hmm. like, that's... It feels like a new movie. Yeah. Because of the style, mm-hmm. the... Um, quality mm-hmm. i guess mm-hmm. um so yeah i i mean this is just such a good movie and mm-hmm. i know everybody loves it it's one of those movies where i really need to be in the mood for it even though every time i watch it i absolutely love it yeah. i think it's just that so many people love it and are like ha 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 he's eating so much sugar mm-hmm. but i'm like but the story the true story of like everybody's losing christmas spirit Mm -hmm. like that's the part that i really like about it Mm -hmm. and i mean it's obviously hilarious too Mm -hmm. but yeah and also i don't know it's just there's so many like good memories with it like one thing that always comes to mind when i think of the line have you seen these toilets they're ginormous is um camp because um (laughs) our counselors did that um at camp like for one of our, like, morning videos or something like that. Oh, my gosh. And I was like, that... So, like, it can go back that far. Like, I'm pretty sure that was junior high. Yeah. That they did that. And so it's, like, it's weird knowing that I'm that old now. I remember calling people cotton-headed ninny muggins, like, in junior high. Mm-hmm. And I remember people saying it in elementary school, but, mm-hmm. like, mostly junior high yeah. is when you started, like, thinking about all that stuff. Yeah. But it's crazy. It's a good one. Yes. Um, There are so many other, like, fun facts that are in this movie. Mm -hmm. Um, There's a lot of hints to older Christmas Mm -hmm. movies, like how the Christmas tree is too big. They have the stop-motion animation. They have stop-motion. His Buddy the Elf's outfit is modeled after um, the elf from Rudolph. Kermie. Mm -hmm. Um, so there's just so many other things that they took from old Christmas movies, Mm -hmm. um, that I think is just genius for Jon Favreau to have decided to do. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Well, it was actually the writer, too. Yes. Um, the writer was a very big fan of stop-motion animation. David something. Sorry, David. David! Um. (laughs) It's just David. Yep. That's his name. David Brennenbaum. 
Brennenbaum. Bear Brennenbaum. They talk about him a lot in the Netflix special. Okay. Um, so, like, he talks a little bit about, like, why he wanted stop-motion animation. That was, uh-huh. like, a really big part because that was a really big part of his Christmas tradition. Um, and, yeah, so. Cool. Yeah. Watch it. It's really good. Yeah. You'll learn all the things that you didn't learn at the, during this podcast. Yes. <laughs> we're not teachers. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> Ashley's a teacher. Yeah, I am. So do we have any Apple Podcast reviews? Uh, no. The last review is my <laughs> test review, which I did to see how oh, long yeah. it would take to upload. Mm. Um, and my review of it is, this is my favorite podcast ever. So, <laughs> um, But go on Apple Podcasts and leave us a review, um, please, because that is how we get uh, more, uh, I guess, listeners. Mm-hmm. Um, because the more reviews we have, the more the Apple Podcast puts it up on certain lists Mm -hmm. also follow us on instagram the hoot podcast we'll start posting on there again um and then if you guys have any uh submissions or questions or um what's other things that we've been doing dream submissions (laughs) um i've been having some weird dreams lots of stress dreams this year (laughs) i do have a dream to share if you want to hear it Okay, so, well, first, uh, our Gmail is thehootpodcast at gmail.com. So you can submit all of those. Um, we do do, we do do, <laughs> we have done fan questions, so um, send those in again. Mm-hmm. We also do those on Instagram, so uh, check out our Instagram and see if we've posted anything like that. But, my dream. Yes. So, I was a superhero mm-hmm. kind of, well, I had powers, and mm-hmm. we lived in, like, a... Um, not necessarily an apocalyptic world, just, like, a a more, like, magical world where some people could have powers, some people could not. Mm. And it was me, Megan, and Casey. Mm. And we all, each of us had powers, and we were, like, we, like, looked like ourselves and stuff, but all the other girls in this world were, like, supermodels. And so we were at this, like, show for, like, dancers and stuff, and they were doing, like, magic tricks Mm. and, like, kind of just showing off, like, what they could do. And they could do, like, pretty minimal things compared to what we could do with mm-hmm. our powers. Mm-hmm. So, um, then I was, like, then it was just kind of annoying me because a bunch of girls kept coming up to us and, like, judging us for, like, how we looked. And they were, like, they can never do what what's going on up here, even though we were, like, we definitely can. And so we walked up to the stage and we were, like, hey, we would like to perform. And they were like, I'm sorry, you're not attractive enough. And so then I used my, uh, I had like some kind of water powers. Mm -hmm. And there was like water all around the stage because Mm -hmm. we were kind of like in a Tampa Mm -hmm. kind, or not Tampa, Orlando kind of Mm -hmm. place where it was like swampy. Mm -hmm. So there's water everywhere. Mm -hmm. So I used my water powers to like push the dude that told us we weren't attractive enough into the air. And Mm -hmm. then it put him back down. And he was like, okay, never mind, and, like, so we went up on stage and, like, performed and used all of our powers and stuff, and, like, and for some reason, like, in my dream, like, I couldn't fly Mm. until just recently, so Mm. I was able to start flying then, and so I was flying, and I was doing my water stuff, and, like, Megan and Casey were doing stuff, (laughs) and then I saw my boyfriend in the, um, so I had a boyfriend, Mm -hmm. and we, we each had boyfriends in Mm -hmm. this time, Mm -hmm. And I saw my boyfriend in the crowd. And guess who my boyfriend was? 
Orlando Bloom? No. Oh, dang it. John Mulaney. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, then after we finished the show, um, I, like, knew that, John, like, John Mulaney was going to propose to me. <laughs> so, then I was like, I need to get a cute outfit because we're going to take pictures. So, I, like, went to a store to get a cute outfit and then there was one of the girls who, like, had performed before mm. me. And she was there with her mom, and her mom was, like, scolding her for not being as good as me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you can be if you try this hard enough and believe in yourself. <laughs> and then I bought a dress, and then I went home, and there was, like, a party for me. And then John Mulaney proposed to me, and I kissed him. <gasps> yep. Wow. That was my dream. <laughs> did you hear about John Mulaney? I did hear about That's John so Mulaney. Sad. Yeah, but it's he's, good that it's he's... good because he's getting help. Yeah. Yeah. Good for you, John Mulaney. Yeah, my boyfriend, husband, fiance. <laughs> you know. Yep. <laughs> okay, well, share our show with a friend. Yeah, and I actually, um, we were going to talk about changing up our owlery, uh-huh. um, possibly putting it on Patreon instead of through Podbean, mm-hmm. um, just because it is a little complicated for us to understand, yeah. and I think if we went through Patreon, it would be easier, so um, just keep updated on that if you guys want to join or support our show. Um, we'll probably do, like, $1 a month, mm-hmm. which would honestly, like, help us a lot to continue doing the show. Mm-hmm. Um, I was thinking about this today, and really, I just... My thing is I need to know that people are still listening. Mm-hmm. Um, it would really, like, help my heart mm-hmm. to keep going with this. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know about you with it. Like, I feel like if we had people on Patreon, I would yeah. know for sure. Like, they actually want us to continue making things. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. Please. Please. <laughs> Please. 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 Isn't that from something? I don't know. <laughs> I just made it up. I, I think it's. I think it's something. Anyway. Anyway, um, so thank you guys so much for listening, listening to, to the, the Hoot! Hoot, hoot. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs>